With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. From Live in the Balance, the nonprofit organization committed to advocating on behalf of behaviorally challenging kids and their caregivers, this is Dr. Ross Green. Welcome to Collaborative Problem Solving at School. I'm delighted that you were able to join in. This program airs live each Monday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time during the school year. We explore a variety of topics aimed at helping you better understand and help challenging students and implement the collaborative problem solving approach in your classroom and your school. If you have a question or comment, call 646-727-2691. If you call in, you'll be muted until I bring you on the air. And now, let's talk about challenging kids and how we can help them. Well, good afternoon, or whenever you're listening to the program. Um, Delighted to have you with me again today for another uh, Collaborative Problem Solving at School program. also delighted that we have with us again today our good friends at Anytown High School. Um, They are trying to implement collaborative problem solving and just learning how to do it. And um, I get together with them. You know what? We try to do this weekly, but we can't always make that work. School vacations and um, me being away and um, this and that, you know, it's hard to uh, change things around when it comes to the school discipline program and even harder to keep your eye on the ball and get some continuity going, given how many things get in the way of getting continuity going. And yet, I think the folks at Anytown High School are getting that job done. So, um, you know what? Without further ado, let's bring the folks from Anytown High School back on with us. This is probably not the ideal day for callers if you're listening to the program live. Um, Anytown High School is our caller. Um, welcome back to the program, Anytown High School. Thank you. Thank you. How are you all doing today? Good. You know, this time in the school year, people are running on fumes. <laughs> not an easy time to be trying something new or not not an easy time to be trying something new, especially with your most challenging students. In fact, in many schools, I find that at this time of year, people are sort of in huffing and puffing to the finish line and saying to themselves, especially if the student is not going to be in their school next year, let's just make it through to the end of the year and then somebody else gets to pick it up. Or... Um, Let's, you know what, we're not going to get that much done for the remainder of this school year. Let's just do what we always do and hope for a fresh start next year. Sometimes I find that we hope for um, summer miracles. We sometimes say, um, you know, maybe he'll grow this summer. 
when, in fact, when it comes to lagging skills and unsolved problems, the bad news is that kids don't tend to outgrow those. But that's my very long-winded way of welcoming you, welcoming you back to the program. Um, what do you all want to talk about today? Where, where are you? What's, don't tell us where you are. That's a secret. But where are you at in the process, and um, how are we doing, and what are we talking about? Um, I don't know, Zena? <laughs> well, in terms of T, we had not had a chance to meet with her just due to sports schedules and other conflicts along the way. Getting time to meet with T has not happened since our last call. But we do have, as you requested, a new student to look at, and we have actually brought in another contributor whose name is Victoria to help us discuss that particular student, and I think that's what we wanted to get into today. <coughs> Got it. But let's not, um, I understand the um, difficulties in maintaining continuity with a kid like T, but let's let's see if we can get back to her for the next time as well, just so that we can keep the ball rolling with one particular student. This is This is the hard part about collaborative problem solving, but to tell you the truth, it's the hard part of any form of school discipline one-shot deals don't get the job done. So that's true with Plan B. That's true with Plan A, too. Um, but we'll, we'll try to get back to T. But let's, is it Victoria who's the teacher or Victoria who's the kid? Uh, teacher. Victoria is the teacher. Victoria, tell us about the kid and tell us. don't tell us the kid's name, but use a different name for the, for the student. Okay, so Connor is um, a 10th grader. And he's a sweet kid, very respectful, and academically he struggles. Um, and looking through the lagging skills form, uh, we see that Connor um, has a couple of these lagging skills that we want to work with him on. Um, Dr. Green, this is Ellen. I also am a teacher of Connor's. So we are hoping that between Victoria and I, we could kind of talk back and forth to you know, come up with some examples of the problems that Connor faces. Um, Good. Unlike, unlike T, Connor is, um, he's not impulsive. Um, he is not, he doesn't cause problems necessarily in the classroom. Um, more it's problems for himself. Mm -hmm. So you'll have to be more specific. And here's the good news. I've never heard about Connor. None of our listeners has ever heard about Connor. So we're all hearing about Connor for the first time, and here's the cool part. That puts us listeners and me in a unique position to decide, does this make sense to me yet? Um, and once again, the grist for the discussion mill, the lenses through which we view difficulties in kids, is lagging skills and unsolved problems. But Different than the way we did it with T, we took two entire um, programs, uh, an hour and a half, to go through the assessment of lagging skills and unsolved problems on T, primarily as an example for the way it's supposed to be done. But we're not going to do it that way today. Instead, instead of going through each lagging still to try to get a yay or a nay, um, do you want to start with the skills from the LSUP that you feel are lacking in Connor? and then give us some examples of how those lagging skills um, come to yeah. life in the form of unsolved problems? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, we identified six specific lagging skills. Great. Um, they I mean, are well, great. difficulty doing things in a logical sequence or prescribed order, 
difficulty persisting on challenging or tedious tasks, poor sense of time, difficulty maintaining focus, difficulty understanding what is being said, and difficulty appreciating how his behavior is affecting other people. And those were really, you know, in, in a nutshell, where his problems stem from. Great. And so I, I don't want to interrupt for too long here, but you've just proven to me yet again that challenging students are lacking crucial cognitive skills. You've just named six that Connor is lacking. I'm convinced. The reason I bring that up is because sometimes in our meetings, people who are skeptical about this set of lenses, the best way to persuade them that a student with behavioral challenges is indeed lacking crucial skills is to talk about the skills that a challenging kid is lacking. And then it becomes pretty obvious he's lacking crucial skills. So now um, we're going to take your word for these lagging skills. Okay, We're not going to try to question whether there might be other lagging skills that account for some of the things that we believe these lagging skills are accounting for. We're, we're good to go on lagging skills. Now let's move to the hard part. Examples. Oh, I should mention, before we go on, there is a new version of the assessment of lagging skills and unsolved problems. Got it in front of It was posted on the Lives in the Balance website late last week. It's in the paperwork section. And it better captures the flow of information that is supposed to occur during discussions where the ALSIP is the discussion guide. So I just wanted to alert people. There's a new ALSIP paperwork section on the Lives in the Balance website is where you can find it. Go yeah, ahead. Tell us some examples. Good. Great. Let's hear them. Okay. Well, Let's first of all, um, Victoria and I are both uh, the science and math teachers. And the, the first example that we came up with is that in both subject areas, he always forgets the steps involved in any type of problem solving. And for both subjects, that, that's really key. It's very difficult um, when you cannot remember how to solve a problem, whether math or science related. Um, also, um, we both discussed that he has difficulty completing any work whether in our presence or on his own, um, no matter how the work is broken down, it does not get completed. And along with that, the third thing that we had discussed uh, just shortly ago is that even with time prompting, you know, Connor, you've got five minutes left, um, even when you're like hanging over him, he still does not finish um, any piece of work or entire process. It doesn't get completed. And, you know, these, I don't know, can you think of anything else? Um, that, that, that list, you know, pretty much describes Connor. Um, you know, and with the, the, la the last lagging skill we brought up was difficulty appreciating how his or her behavior is affecting other people. That also applies to how... He does, I don't think he realizes how it's affecting himself, how his, you know, the distractions that he involves himself with affects 
his understanding of the topic that is being discussed. Got it. So this is interesting um, because I'm hearing that the primary unsolved problems, and these, I may, well, I'm going to push you to be a little bit more specific. Um, I've got it that he skips steps involved in problem solving, and I've got it that he's not completing work in science and math. But I would probably, for purposes of talking to Connor about these things, suggest that we want to go to the next level of specificity. Um, especially, I mean, if, and here's why. If I project these unsolved problems into the empathy step of plan B, and this is what I often do, and that's sort of a more advanced level for people who are doing plan B, my litmus test for whether an unsolved problem is specific enough is what it's going to sound like in the empathy step of plan B, where we're saying, I've noticed that, and then I'm stating the unsolved problem and asking the student, what's up? If I say to Connor, I've noticed that sometimes you forget the steps involved in problem solving. Will he know what I'm talking about? Or... Is that so ambiguous for him? You guys know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure he does. Is that so vague that what it's going to do is greatly heighten the likelihood of him saying, I don't know. Similarly, Connor, I've noticed that frequently you don't complete work. What's up? Um. I'm sure that that one's too vague because I'd want to name some specific assignments that Connor is having difficulty completing. And the reason I want to do that is not because I want to talk about all assignments that he's having difficulty completing. I want to talk about one or two assignments that he's having difficulty completing. I'll get to all later. Often if I try to start with all and then narrow it down, the kid's already not talking to me because all was too vague and there's too much involved in all So let me push you a little bit on this. Are there specific assignments that we could name? And by the way, you're you're giving away some theories here that it sounds like you believe are related to why he's having trouble completing his work and why he's having trouble with the steps involved in problem solving. Mm -hmm. I, I was listening very closely. It sounds like we are thinking that his poor focus Maybe one reason that he's having trouble completing work and forgetting the steps involved in problem solving. I, truth is, I'm not going to use the word forgetting necessarily because I'm not completely certain that Connor has those steps in his repertoire to begin with. So I'm I'm going to be open-minded about that part. I don't know if he's forgetting. Um, so poor focus is one potential theory, and him not appreciating the importance of getting the work done or remembering the steps, and I'm winging it here because I'm not positive what you all were saying. This is something I shouldn't be doing. Or him not recognizing how forgetting the steps or completing the work affects him adversely. Another potential theory. Um, yeah, more like what, more uh, like appreciating how his you know lack of focus is contributing to him not being able to complete. 
his path. And I'm I'm uh, not going to be hard to persuade that difficulty focusing could make it very hard to complete work and very hard to um, remember the steps involved in problem solving. Uh, is difficulty focusing affecting him in other ways as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so you're saying is difficulty focusing affecting him other than academically? Well, other than completing work and remembering the steps involved in solving a problem. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, we don't see him in you know a social way. I mean, he he's very social with other kids, and that would lead me to believe that he's okay focusing on social aspects, but not on academic ones. Does well, now make- let me ask. This is you. Now you've got me intrigued. Do we have either other people who teach Connor in other subject areas in the room with us now? Other than math and science? Yes. Uh, not presently, but well, we do actually, have two teachers from last year. Okay, we'll go there and, first. And and um, a guidance counselor that's been working with him or trying to. Because the reason you got me intrigued. Because I'm curious if Connor is having difficulty completing work and forgetting the steps involved in problem solving in other classes as well. The reason that intrigues me is because I could I, I could I could see a situation in which Connor might be more focused in one academic situation as opposed to another, but I will say it's the academic tasks on which people who have difficulty focusing have the most difficulty that they look the most unfocused on, in which case I'm just throwing out there the possibility that focus and not appreciating the importance of these assignments or not appreciating how they're affecting him adversely, while they may be in the mix, they may not be the only explanations for why he's having difficulty completing his work or forgetting the steps involved in problem solving. I'm just throwing that out there because I, in this early phase of trying to identify unsolved problems, I like to keep my options open for what it could be. Of course, we're going to get all this information from Connor in the empathy step of Plan B. Um, do, we, do we know anything about from either prior years or from the people who work with him this year, whether it's primarily math and science that he's having difficulty with these things in, or is it across the board? Yeah, I, I think this would be a great place for uh, Wilfred to, to interject because we were having some conversation about Connor and uh, – and Connor had gone to uh, Wilfred, who's actually his um, one of the guidance counselors here at school, um, asking for some guidance. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, Wilfred, I guess you want to interject. Sure. Um, I actually had him uh, last year, and so he had a connection. So he came to me and uh, asking me if uh, if I could help him look at you know where he stands with his credits and what does he need to take and 
to move on to the next grade level, and could I please look at his paperwork and figure it out for him? So I did that, and then uh, and he, that session um, went really quite fine. I mean, he he expressed himself clearly, and he was definitely interested in getting the results that he was looking for. It seemed. So I said, okay, well, I'll I'll uh, go through it and I'll you know write them up on a form that I have that shows what he has and what's missing. So he said, okay, well, I'll come back such and such a time. Well, he didn't come back. I have encountered him numerous times in the hallways, and oh yes, uh, um, yeah, okay. And so he'd make a new appointment. Hasn't shown up yet. So we were talking about this just before we went on the air, and uh, his teachers and are saying, well, that sounds like him, that he he would mess up in that regard so far as keeping track of time. Mm-hmm. And um, this is Lucy. I had Connor, um, I guess, almost two years ago, not this past fall, but a year ago, so it's hard for me to re- you know, remember a lot of specifics. But he, um, like they were saying for math and science, he was unable to uh, complete assignments. And I was never able to figure out exactly why um, when I would talk to him, he would say that he understood the assignment. So, I mean, from what he was saying to me, he wasn't saying that he didn't understand. Um, It just appeared at least like he just rather just sit and do nothing than do his uh, work, but I was never able to really figure out why he would do that. And, you know, I'd approach him, do you understand it? Yeah, I know what to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But then he would never do the work. We have, as we always do, a mystery on our hands. And we're going to need some info. I'm perfectly cool with us running with those two unsolved problems, the only recommendation I would have is that we um, be more specific about assignments that have been incomplete rather than going for the kitchen sink of assignments, in which case Connor would have to, when we ask him the question, Connor would have to sort through every assignment he hasn't completed to try to answer our question. And if he has to sort through every assignment but the reasons for not completing those assignments are different, then we've just greatly heightened the likelihood of Connor not talking to us or saying, I don't know. And, and here's here's what could be going on in his head. Here, here's how it would sound. Connor, mm-hmm. I've noticed that um, you're not completing a lot of your assignments. What's up? Now, here's here's what that requires of Connor. First of all, what assignments have I not completed? <laughs> oh, there, was that, there was that one in math. There was that one in science. Well, there was that project in math, then there was that test in math, then there was that homework in math. Uh, but the reason that I didn't get the homework done was for a completely different reason than the reason I didn't do good on the test, and a completely different reason than, than the reason I didn't do the project. Um, I don't I'm not how to put that into words. Here's what I'll say. I don't know. Right, and, and it, I think that we understand that. <clears throat> I mean, when we go to talk to Connor, there would be Specific. We would discuss the specifics. What um, worksheet? What class? You know, what project? And not overwhelm him. Just give him one specific example. Perfect. Of one worksheet. Perfect. Because, as I always say, easier to start specific and go broad than to start broad, so broad that the kid doesn't talk, and then try to get specific. 
Um, let's start with a specific assignment, and then we'll find out over the course of that plan B whether what got in the way on that assignment is getting in the way of others. It's better to start specific to get him talking, even though knowing that you have the option of broadening it out as time goes on. Yes? Yes. Yeah. So now we're ready. Well, are these the two unsolved problems that we want to run with? Completing work, and we know that we're going to name a specific assignment, mm-hmm. and um, forgetting, I don't know that I'd use those words, having difficulty with the steps involved in problem solving. Those are the things we want to start with with Connor? Yeah, we'll start there. I think yeah. those are the two two main, and I think, uh, you know, not that, you know, the other lagging skills aren't important, but I think no, fixing those first two would, you know, would maybe even help with the others. You don't think time is more important? Well, I think because one of the lagging skills you brought up was that um, his timing, his poor sense of time. But I think with completing work, that might come into play. Yep, and we'll, you know what, we'll get all that sorted through. Um, we don't, we we wouldn't have all that completely down pat yet. We're not, and since poor sense of time is a lagging skill. Mm. We are unlikely to do plan B on a lagging skill anyways. We're going to do plan B on an unsolved problem that is a byproduct or an example of a lagging skill. So we wouldn't start, generally speaking, we wouldn't start plan B by saying, I've noticed that you have a poor sense of time. What's up? <laughs> no, we, we, would, we, would, we would say it more like this. I noticed the other day when I told you that there was five minutes left to complete the test, and then I told you there was one minute left, and then I told you there was time to turn in your test, and you looked very surprised to me like you didn't know time had run out. What's up? That's an example of a specific unsolved problem that is an example of a lagging skill. Make sense? Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to start with the lagging skill most of the time. I'm going to start with an example of the lagging skill most of the time, and that would be an example of that. And truth is, an example of an assignment not being completed, truth is at the moment, this is the really fun part. This is the adventure. At the moment, it sounds to me like we got that example, that unsolved problem, from the lagging skill of difficulty persisting on challenging or tedious tasks. But you know what? We're going to find out. It's going to be an unsolved problem, irrespective of what lagging skill it came from. We're going to find out what's really going on with that unsolved problem soon enough. And it may not be that he's having difficulty persisting on challenging or tedious tasks, per se. We might hear something else. We might hear him say, um, man, I just lose track. I, I just can't keep my mind on it. I'm always thinking about something else. All right. Cool. So here's the interesting thing. While it's lagging skills that get the ball rolling on identifying unsolved problems, once we're talking about the unsolved problem, we really don't have any idea where it's going to go. We're going to find out. That's the fun part. That's the adventure. Okay, right. Y'all ready to rock and roll with Connor? Now, do you know who's going to be doing this with Connor? Well, I mean, I, that's actually one of the questions I was going to ask. Do you think it would be better for just the science teacher to have this plan B or just the math so that it's not overwhelming? Like you don't complete this in math and you don't complete this in science? Well, now, um, here's what I'd say. 
I'm early on here, and you all are still very early in the process. If you've organized a core group, and you have, you want your core group folks to get good at this first, in which case that's who I'd probably have do plan B with them. And if uh, I think, Victoria, you are math or science? Math. Welcome to the core group. We've, and here's this is another good example of the way this is supposed to go. Um, once the core group is moving, perfectly fine to invite others in. So, Victoria, welcome to the core group. Thank you. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's Victoria who has to be having the conversation with Connor about his difficulty completing work in math just because Victoria is his math teacher. Would I say that's ideal? Yeah. Would I say that that's the best place to start? I don't know. I might start with somebody who's done this a few times and feels like they have their plan B sea legs under them and maybe have Victoria in the room as well. So that's my way of saying um, if Victoria has never done plan B in this lifetime, then I'm, my goal is to have this go reasonably well. I do want Victoria to get some practice. That's a consideration. But I also want this to go well with Connor, in which case I might have somebody who's got a little bit more experience in there with uh, Victoria, just so that she doesn't feel like she's been left out to dry, you know, hanging on the Plan B clothesline, swinging in the Plan B breeze, um, so you all get to decide what the best way to go about doing this is. Now, is, is Victoria best suited to talk about these specific math assignments? Yes. So should she be in the room? Probably. Whatever you all think is going to make it go best with Connor in your first attempt to do Plan B with Connor. All right. Well, I would say that there's no one really in this room other than those who worked with T directly who have experience doing it. So we're all pretty much newbies. May the force be with you. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we practice a little? Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe, Wilfred, would you feel comfortable talking with Connor? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we can set up... And he's been actually trying to talk to me, get himself to talk to me anyway. Right. So maybe we could set up a meeting with Connor and Wilfred, and then Victoria or myself, Ellen, could be either both of us or one of us in there, you know, during the conversation. Great. Now, Wilfred, are you feeling the need for some practice? Oh, well, sure. I mean, more the more practice, the better. I mean, I you know, I, I try to work with kids along these lines all the time. Good. Um, what I mean is practice right now, just to role play it a little bit. Oh, sure, we could do that. Now and now, here's the disadvantage in doing it. Uh, people are frequently very enthusiastic about role plays. Here's the hard thing about role plays. The reason we're doing the role play is because we're getting ready to do Plan B with Connor. Except that we don't know what Connor's going to say. Right. So in almost always, the role play is completely contrived. And the role play actually doesn't mean anything about what it's going to go like once we actually sit down with Connor. But um, not knowing Connor, 
Shall I play the role of Connor? I was thinking that would be a good idea. All right, Wilfred, you're up. Okay. Well, hi, Connor. Um, I, I actually got you out of out of class because I've known that you've been you've been mentioning you wanted to get together to look at your uh, your situation, and it just doesn't. We haven't seemed to be able to make it happen. There's been a couple of appointments that you made with me that for something came up and you didn't make it. Uh, and you know, I mean, at some point we could we could talk about what it is that comes up that that prevents you from from keeping the appointments. But that's not the main thing right now. Uh, you you wanted to know where you stand with with the credits that you have uh, you've acquired and what you're still missing. Well, so, now Wilfred, uh, let me interrupt a sec. Yes. Let's do a, let's do a different role play. Okay. Because that's you role-playing the conversation that you wanted to have with, unless I'm missing something. Let's do, the, let's do plan B, and an important point to make here is that we're doing proactive plan B, not emergency plan B. But let's do it on the, on the topic, the unsolved problem of a specific assignment, just to stick with the specificity thing here. So, so I wouldn't really bring up with him this whole thing that he's been trying to see me about. That's right. Okay, just skip that part. Okay. Yeah, because that's not and just to be right. um just nice to part. be diligent here. It feels to me like at the moment we have two things on our plan B flow chart. <clears throat> uh, a particular incomplete science uh, uh, assignment in math mm-hmm. and him forgetting the steps involved in problem solving and I'd want to be specific about what class or assignment that is as well. But let's let's practice doing proactive plan B with Connor and Victoria, you'll have to let Wilfred know what assignment we're talking about here. On the unsolved problem of a specific incomplete assignment in math. Okay. We could do uh, math or science um the his science project was incomplete and I think that 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 that's a more pressing issue right now. Okay. What Science. We're so, going to do science. Okay, so it's a science project. Yeah, a science project, project. was on uh, genet- do, genetically modified foods. Okay, and due when? When was it due? It was due uh, two weeks ago. Okay. All right, and what you've been saying about it? Um, you know, that he, he was getting it done. He was getting it done. Okay. And now, you know. And you've been giving like, him the extra time oh, to yeah. do it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and yeah. now project report grades have gone in. Right. I mean, uh, progress report grades right. have gone in. And his He's great as is not what it should be because exactly. of it. Exactly. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Connor, I pulled you out of class. You've been trying to get to see me occasionally, and it just hasn't happened. And um, I, I also uh, was talking to your uh, science teacher, uh, Ellen, <laughs> um, and she she had some concerns uh, too. Um, and she's just noticed that you you have this science project. That um, it just he doesn't seem to have been able to get it done, and she's giving him more time, like a couple of weeks now, I guess, and, and it just hasn't happened. Well, what's up with that? Now it's me, right? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Um. I don't know. I just can't do it. <laughs> okay. Is it you, it's on your mind to get it done, I imagine. Well, I know it's not done. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you know? Do you, do you think about it? What, what, do you keep? Is it? Does it like bother you? Does it hang around in your mind, or do you just you just sort of forget about it until you're looking at at Ellen again and say, "Oh my God, I still owe her that science project." Well, I think about it sometimes, but yeah, I don't yeah. think about it that much. I mean, I I want to get it done. You do. You're concerned that it's not done. I want to get it done. I mean, I'm supposed to. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess a progress report grades went in without your grade for that science project, so it's probably going to be lower than you would like. Yeah, I know that's going to get me in trouble. Well, I, I do believe that uh, you see, you know, the, the 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 progress reports are only something temporary. That's just to show where you stand right now. But anything that's been missing, you can still have time to make it up. You can look at science, at progress reports as just kind of a wake-up call. They're, oh, that's right. I better get better get that project done, or it's going to show up on uh, you know as a low grade in my my final grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not like I don't. It's not like I don't know what's not done. Right. Well, are you would you be interested in sort of trying to brainstorm with with uh, with Ellen as to um, how to take care of this so it doesn't keep hanging over your head? Uh, what does that mean? Well, and maybe you know, if with together we we put our heads together with with your science teacher and you and me, maybe we can figure out a little bit about you know what's the, what's been hanging you up on this thing. Okay. And, but and then you want to do that now? Well, sure. What I mean, yeah, if you're interested. Well, yeah, whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we, we, I, we're probably going to have to get real specific about what it is that. That that what stage is is missing in the in the process of of knowing it needs to be done and getting to the point where it's actually done. Does it, does that make sense? Yeah, I wish I knew. Okay. Do you guys um, know? Well, I don't know. We don't know you. We don't know how you spend your time outside of school. We don't know, you know, uh, how you go about remembering things. Are there certain things that you do remember to get done? Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I remember to remember to take the trash out, but that's because my mom's gonna scream at me if I don't. Oh, so maybe we need Ellen to be screaming at you? Ha ha ha! <laughs> no, I don't really like it when my mom screams at me. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need everybody. I don't need everybody yelling at me. Right, your mom is enough screamers in your life. That's plenty. <clears throat> Do you ever use? Uh, uh, well, you just sort of have it in mind that you need to do the trash, or your mom will scream at you. So it just sort of comes well, out. I don't have it. I don't have it in my mind that I got to do it. I don't oh, do it. Then she screams at me. Then I do it. Oh. All right, is there anything that you actually get done that you should do of your responsibilities uh, with, without somebody screaming at you? Uh, like, you probably get some assignments done in some classes, I imagine. Yeah, sometimes on the school bus. You do I'll it on the school done. bus? On the, way to, on the way to school or the way home? Mm, more on the way in. 
way to school. Because you, you, is that you, you're starting to think about, oh, I bought that uh, science class or that math class coming up, and I didn't get that done, so maybe I should do it before I go to class? Uh, I guess. Hmm. There's, there's people who help me on the school bus. Okay. People who help you on the school bus. So does that mean that you're having trouble doing it, but you, you, if you've got some help, you can get it done? Yeah, I guess. I not, I, don't I don't think school's. Good. I don't think school's my thing, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, join the join the club. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if it maybe. I mean, there, there, there's probably something that's sort of getting in your way. And right now, you gave me a little bit of a clue that maybe, maybe it's not knowing what to do. So then you just sort of put it aside and forget about it. it I mean, is that a possible? Issue for you? Well, I know I'm supposed to do the project, but right, right. And sometimes you you start it, and then you run it. I'm just I've got a little sort of theory formed in my mind when you mentioned that you get your work done on the bus when you got people there to help you. So I was just wondering if you maybe you start a project and and it doesn't you run into something you don't know what to do and you then you find your mind wandering and then it's dinner time so forget it. Uh, sometimes I don't even get started. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just sitting there, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, I don't even know where to start. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the, it's the kids on the bus that help you? Sometimes. Some some okay. assignments sometimes. Okay. How do they how do they help you? Do you ask them for help, or how and how do they help you? What how is that helpful to you? Well, I don't I don't, I don't really want to say how they help me. Well, is that embarrassing, or you think it's maybe sound like cheating, or what? Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you got me there. I, I was just thinking that if we could see how it is that they're helpful to you, maybe we could get a clue as to. Because that's actually helping you get something done. So I'm looking for clues as to how we can uh, draw from your previous experience and apply it to getting your your math pro- your science project done, for instance. Well, I, uh, let's, Connor, let's 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 see if if let's um. I was going to say, uh, let, let's have uh, Ellen uh, get, get in on this and she, see if she's got some ideas of questions. But I have one more first. You know, with the kids on the bus, okay, um, do you understand the, the sort of uh, the problem and how to solve it after you get help from them? Or do you just get it done and, and you still don't really know much about, um, you know, what it's all about? It's just done. I'd say that. Okay. Um, have so you ever... listen, we I got to come out of character here. Wilford, you're doing a great job. <laughs> a, a few times, a few times I thought you were prematurely heading into solutions, but you weren't. Um, but I think that you are doing a very good job of. Now we've only been at it for ten minutes, and that's proof, by the way, that. Drilling's going to sometimes take a while. And I wasn't being super easy. I wasn't being super hard. 
super hard as I would have been saying anything or saying stuff that, you know, was sort of meaningless. But um, I thought you did a great job of hanging with it, asking the right questions, getting closer and closer. In 10 minutes, we didn't quite get there, but we did get information, and that's sign of the empathy step being well done. We're slowly gathering information. Um, I have no doubts that you will ultimately get there, and given that we only have about a minute left in today's program, I cannot wait to hear what you all find out about why Connor is having difficulty getting the work done that you're going to be talking with him about. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Now, here's the deal. We can't meet next week because it's the educators panel next week, but we can meet the following week, next the following Monday. Does that work for you guys? Let me know. Okay. We'll be in yeah, we can definitely confirm. Great. And I will um talk to you all then. In the meantime, I wanna thank the folks at Anytown High School. Hope people who are listening to this are finding this to be helpful. This is this is what it sounds like when people who are new to collaborative problem solving start trying to do it. And um I am so appreciative that Anytown High School is learning how to do this so that everybody can hear. Educators panel next week. Talk to you then. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.